Welcome to another edition of On Mike with Jordan Rich, where conversation is alive and well. Every once in a while, I come across a story that I just can't wait to share with you. It's the subject of a book called The Road to Beyond, a pretty one, a hero, and their magical journey to heaven after 9-11. It's a beautiful story so well written by Mickey Pagano, who's a creative force on Madison Avenue and had a personal experience in New York on 9-11. She's gifted us with a story about life in another dimension, one filled with wonder, hope, and redemption. It's a parable that will not only make you think, but will make you truly feel. Let's meet the author of The Road to Beyond and welcome Mickey Pagano, who joins us now on mic. The Road to Beyond. I was captivated. I love the story. Uh, It's so imaginative, Mickey, and it's so inspiring and heartwarming and all that. But the first question has to be, what inspired you to uh, create this world, this afterworld, if you will? Well, the story, The Road to Beyond, is really about two lost souls who are trying to find themselves after 9-11, and they find themselves in a heaven, a strange heaven-like uh, realm. Uh, what inspired the story was actually living through September 11th, 2001, being in New York City and being in that environment and having the experience of, how should I say? It's just, it was such an overwhelming Mm. experience. Emotionally Um, traumatic to the nth degree. It was emotionally traumatic. I was volunteering for the Red Cross at the time. What happened uh, right after September 11th, there was a cloud that was hovering above where the Twin Towers once stood. And that cloud lingered what seemed like forever. It was this dense, thick cloud. And I thought, well, what if that cloud really wasn't a cloud, but really was the collective souls of the people who, who lost their lives that day? And that sparked the story. At the time, there were many people who were missing and feared dead, but there was no way to recover their remains, their physical remains. So the Mm -hmm. concept of the soul is even more important in that case to the ones left behind and who knows, to those who who were killed uh, tragically. But where were you exactly when it happened? I was actually in my apartment and I was actually working on a freelance project and I got a phone call from my father who had seen it happening while he was driving to New York on a job. I was uptown, uptown, and this happened downtown. And I had no idea until I turned on the news. And at the time I was dating someone who actually ran from the buildings and he's now my husband. So Mm. he was right in the midst of the entire Thing. He worked downtown, and eleven of his p his uh, eleven of his uh, colleagues lost their lives that day. How does one get over that, if ever? I mean, it's a traumatic moment that outshines many traumatic moments. Although everyone has trauma, before we talk about the story, which is so enervating and so uplifting, how have you dealt with it, and how has your husband dealt with it? You know, let me let me think through that a little bit. Let me think through this answer a little bit. Yeah, how have we dealt with it? Well, it it's very, very vivid up until this day, 21 years later, 22 years later, it is so very vivid still, the smell in the air. Um, for me, I was able to deal with it through writing because, uh, you know, I am a, I'm a writer and I'm actually a creative, I'm a creative director. Mm-hmm. So I've always been in the creative world. 
Um, for me, that was my way of dealing with it. It was a catharsis to actually write this book. And my husband actually was doing stand-up comedy at the time, and he dealt with that by uh, doing uh, a comedy show uh, that would help one of his colleagues who lost her husband that day mm -hmm. and had a small child, and he helped raise money for her. So those are the ways we dealt with it at that time. So the book called The Road to Beyond, but it's very deep. There's a lot going on. The subtitle is A Pretty One, A Hero, and Their Magical Journey to Heaven After 9-11. Who is the pretty one in this case? Want to describe who we're talking about? The pretty one is a person... As she symbolizes uh, the promise of life cut short. Mm -hmm. She is uh, the hero in the story, the heroine in the story, and she is representative of the young people, the many young women, career women, who died that day in that story. Uh, there is an actual hero of, this is a masculine character. Tell mm -hmm. us about him. Uh, the hero represents the heroes of that day, the firemen, the police, all the people, the rescue, um, the rescue people, everyone who came to the service of others that day. He represents them. There's a point early on where both characters are puzzled. They don't know where they are. They don't know how they got there. They don't remember their names. Little things start to return to their memory bank, but they are searching for answers. And uh, it reminded me, I guess, of limbo, if you want to call it that, or that place where people allegedly go before they go and move on to the big place. <laughs> I'm just using, right. using simple language here. But uh, construct for us a little background as to your, your belief system in terms of what happens after when people pass. Well, um, I've always believed that there was more to life than uh, the physical realm. Uh, I really think that even even in the physical realm, there's more to how we see our reality. Everyone has their own reality, so to speak. I, I, I believe that. Um, and reality is what you make of it. Um, I grew up in a family that was very open about um, death and life after death, a very spiritual family. My grandmother was a medium and she would have people come to the house. She lived with us and I was very young and opened to that world. I was invited into that world by just the fact that she lived with us and she had her clients who came to visit with the beyond with my grandmother and my sister is also a medium. So I'm surrounded by it, but I've always believed that there is so much more than the physical realm, that there's even in our minds, there's so much more than what we're thinking. I mean, there's the mind, there's the brain, then there's this other thing that we are, our soul, yeah, I guess. Our spirit, our energy, call it what right. you will. Um, it's imaginative in so many ways because you have additional characters who guide and help our friends. And one of the characters, and I recognize this immediately, Father Mike, I believe? Right. You can tell the story about the Father Mike that uh, perished about that time when the buildings fell, and I believe someone jumping from a building might have fallen on him. He was a delightful, sweet, wonderful, giving man. Talk a little bit about Father Mike. 
Father Mike is modeled, this character is modeled after the real Father Mike who was at the scene, who perished at the scene. And uh, he imbues wisdom. He is the, he is almost the, the voice of, of wisdom that helps the characters find meaning. Right. There's another character, a female, uh, whose name escapes me, you can tell us, who assists as well. And sometimes, you know, the answers to the questions are vague to the characters, but they sort of make sense when you open up your eyes and, and your mind to them. Who is that character I'm thinking about, the older lady who... Her name is Speranza. That's Which right. actually means hope in Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, Speranza is a guide and she has never been a human being. She is a spiritual being. And I do believe that we all have spiritual beings. If we tune into it, we all have these guides, but they're, it's hard to tune into, but if we can tune into it, it's a intuition. It's our intuition. It's our gut. It's our you know, it's that little voice in us that helps guide us and tell us where, what, what our next step in life is or our next step in our, you know, journey is. So she is that character, that character is that being, the voice, the guidance, the inner guidance. As a writer and as a creative director, somebody who builds creative ideas, you can create a world of any type you want and any type that comes to your imagination. Was there was there impetus for any of the stuff you came up with, the, the look, the feel, the colors, the smells, things like that? It's funny because I feel like this book just came to my mind. It sounds strange, but I feel like I just kind of took, it was kind of dictated to me somehow. I just wrote the book. I just wrote it. The story came and I just wrote it and I couldn't write it fast enough because it it was coming to this to me. So I don't know where that story came from, but it I do love magical realism. All my work is magical realism. I I do I do feel like there it's almost like parables in 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 the ancient days you would deal with tragedy through parables and a lot of the parables had this magic element to it. Art is born of the mind and I believe the heart and the soul. I mean, we can't define what the magic is, but we know it when we see it. seems to me that you're surrounded by this kind of creative energy anyway, so it was the perfect opportunity for you to write something cathartically and also entertainingly because this is a very entertaining story. Thank you. Um, it's it's interesting that in this time right now with all of this tragedy going on in the world, it's almost like it's overwhelming. So it's it's almost like a a tool for us to kind of deal with tragedy through magical thinking to make sense of the things that don't make sense. A lot of what's going on in the world just does not make sense. And it's Maybe for me or maybe for, for readers, it, it's a way to make sense in a dreamlike way, in a creative way, uh, to deal with the tragedies through magical thinking. There's one character, I don't know if he's named, and I'm going to step out a little bit on a limb, but he's supposed to represent one of those who perpetrated the act, the terrorist act. 
he is repentant and trying to not justify what happened, but trying to find some way to say sorry. That was intentional on your part. That's right. That's right. He is just simply the young man. Mm -hmm. So, yes, he is. uh, Yes, he is trying to say him sorry and trying to say that uh, that sometimes people who are the antagonist, if you will, in life are doing things because they think it's right, but it's actually wrong. And and this character actually comes to the realization what he did was actually horrible and his way of he represents what's the word um he represents redemption redemption thank you he represents the redemption in this book yeah i was going to bring that up because there has to be that for us to have hope going forward We, we like to think that even the most vicious and nefarious people on the planet in their gut, in their soul somewhere, there's reason and there's the ability to change. So I thought that was a very nice device. And I will say this uh, without giving anything away. There's a plot twist that involves our two main characters that is very satisfying. And I was tearing up when I read that plot. I teared up a lot during the book, quite frankly. It was very moving and very effective. What has been the reaction, Mickey, to to this? I know it's a small book and, you know, you haven't been on the Today Show necessarily yet. You will be. But what has been the reaction to it from people you know and others who've read it? It's It's been a very positive reaction. I've found that people who are buying this book are people who have suffered personal tragedy, people who have lost people in their lives, and they are also gifting the book to others who have lost people. Of course, it seems to be giving those who lost loved ones some sense of comfort and some sense of hope that there is more to life than this, what we're, what we're experiencing now, and that there is a place where these lost souls live and their lost loved ones live. That is probably the most hopeful message anyone can deliver in a world that is beset by pain and so much challenge. It's called The Road to Beyond, A Pretty One, A Hero, and Their Magical Journey to Heaven After 9-11. Best way to get the book, I imagine, would be through Amazon or? It would be. It's available Amazon and um, Apple Books. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's the kind of story that almost reads like a bedtime story for people. Uh, And I'm sure people will accommodate themselves if they feel that way. We met actually on another occasion, a strictly business occasion. And uh, you mentioned this to me and I said, well, let's follow up. I'd love to read it and I'd love to chat with you on the on the podcast. So thank you for for being open about it and for letting me know. I never would have known. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate being a guest on your show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for reading the book. My pleasure. Wishing you the best and wishing people pick it up and get what I got out of it. The Road to Beyond by Mickey, M-I-C-K-I Pagano, P-A-G-A-N-O. God bless you, my love. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mickey Pagano, M-I-C-K-I-P-A-G-A-N-O, is the author of The Road to Beyond, a pretty one, a hero, and their magical journey to heaven after 9-11. Available anywhere online, you find great books. Thanks for finding us and discovering this podcast as we're just about ready to roll into a new year. We thank you for listening and remind you that you can check out jordanrich.com for much more. Till next time, remember, dear friends, to be well so you can do a lot of good. Take care.